Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the empowerment center where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. That as we pray this morning, heavens will be open over us. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. That you will hear our cry. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now be seated for some few minutes. Before we pray, I want to share something with you. Then we will go into the session of prayer. What I'm about to share with you, I also believe will help you when we begin to pray. Because there's an atmosphere that causes the anointing to flourish. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Israel, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, so shall ye prosper. There are two aspects here. The first aspect said, believe in the Lord, your God. You shall be what? Established. Then he said again, believe in his prophets. So shall you prosper. These are the two dimensions to our Christian work. Now, oftentimes, People think that it's only one aspect that will make you do well, which is believe in the Lord. And that you don't need a man or the ministry of a servant of God. But the word of God says that there are two dimensions. Believe in the Lord and you shall be established. The Greek, uh, the Hebrew word there for established is the word aman. Say with me, aman. And it means to support, to conform, to be faithful. So when you believe in the Lord, the Bible says that the resultant effect is a man, which means you, it will support you. It will cause you to be firm, to be rooted. But there's other aspect of your life, Christian work. Say so then say, believe 
in his prophet and you shall prosper. The word prosper there is the word chalak. T-S-A-L-A-C-H. Chalak, that C-S-A-L-A-C-H. Chalak. Chalak. And chalak means to go forward. It means to advance, to succeed. If you check your Bible concordance, it means to make progress. To make progress, to go forward, to advance, to succeed, to make progress. And another meaning is to experience prosperity. To experience what? Prosperity. So he said, believe in his prophets and you will experience prosperity. Believe in his prophets and you will go forward. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. Believe in his prophet and you will advance. As we pray today, I am declaring over you that you have entered into your season of going forward. You have entered into your season of prosperity. From today, I declare in the name of Jesus, you are going forward. You see, there are two dimensions to the cross. The vertical and the horizontal. You don't only need a relationship with God. You also need that horizontal relationship with his servants. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 20 verse 3. Revelation 20 verse 3, NLT. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore. One of the ways the devil is deceiving Christians today and frustrating Christians is that you can do well without the ministry of the servant of God. So you see, we try to build and believe in God, but we try to look away or take for granted the ministry of the prophets. Now, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, Amplified Bible. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, I want you to see something. Ephesians 4 11, Amplified. Now, these are the Amplified Bible. And his gifts, watch it, were what? And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us. He himself appointed and gave men to us. Some to be what? Apostles. Some prophets. Some evangelists. Some pastors and teachers. He himself appointed and gave men to us. 
The day you became born again, he has given you a man to lead you. He has given you a man to speak into your life. He has given you a man to prophesy to your life. And the only way you can do well is to believe in the man that God has appointed for you. You are not the one that appoints it. It is God that appoints it for you. As we are here, there are different churches meeting in different places. They are meeting with the man that God has appointed for them. I stand here with all humility to say, this is the one that God has appointed for you in this house. And you will do well and advance by believing in the one that God has appointed for you. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, when God gives you your pastor, your prophet, now let's use your prophet, the word prophet, prophet generally as men of God, your prophet, his greatest gift is not to give you money. His greatest gift is not to give you clothes. His greatest gift is the word that God has put in his mouth to give to you. By that word, you will go forward. By that word, you will advance. By that word, you will do well. By that word, you will prosper. Your prophet's greatest gift is his word for your life. Now, now, if your prophet's greatest gift is his word, your pastor's greatest gift is his word that God has placed in your mouth, in his mouth to give to you, then the greatest spiritual attack that you can go through or you will experience is an attack against that word. It's an attack against the word. Look at it. 2 Chronicles 36 verse 15. Amplified. 2 Chronicles 36 verse 15. The Lord, the God of their father, sent word to them again and again by his messengers. 2 Chronicles 36 15. By his messengers. By his messengers. He sent word by his messengers. First Peter 2 2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere make of the word that you may grow. So if you are not receiving the word from your prophet, growth stops. You cannot grow when you are not receiving the milk that God has chosen for you. You know, there are different baby foods. There's Serilac, my boy, pick one, two, three. That is why you see that when you, when you carry the same John 3.16, when five men of God stands here to preach, everybody will receive different things. Because there are different milk for every child. Wherever God has placed you, he has given you that it is the milk from that house that will cause you to grow. When you don't receive the milk, you can be there, you are dry. If you are a mother, somebody else that did not give birth to your child is feeding your child. You see, it can't be the same thing. Because the breast milk that gave birth to that child is the best one that can feed the child well. Is somebody with me? So the greatest spiritual attack, let me tell you, is this. is an attack that when the word of God is coming through the appointed servant of God for you, for you no longer to receive it. 
Mark chapter 4, verse 4. Mark 4, verse 4. And it came to pass. Mark 4, 4. It said, the sower soweth the word. Mark 4, 4. And it came to pass as he sowed. Some fell by the fall. Some fell by the side. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it. Now go to verse 14. Look at it. Now, he's sowing. Now look at verse 14. Very quickly. Verse 14. The sower soweth what? Do you know what I'm doing now? What am I doing now? What am I doing? I'm sowing the word. Now as the word is coming. Verse 15. Look at it. Verse 15. If the word is not important, this will not have taken place. And these are they that fell by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when they have heard the word, Satan cometh immediately. They are still in the service. Immediately and take the word that was sown in their hearts. Remember Chalak. Why is it that Satan is after the word as you are hearing it? Because believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. The devil cannot stop your prosperity when you keep receiving the word in your heart. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. Anything the devil is after must be something that has great results. So as you are here, I've to be here that sometimes you are hearing the word and something is just going on in your mind. Don't listen. Don't, it's using you to preach. It's using time to preach. Instantly there is word, word, five in your mind going on. The devil knows that if you settle down, believe what is being preached, receive it and put it to work, you will go forward. And the devil is against your advancement. So he knows that the only way he can stop your progress is to stop the word from reaching you. Is to stop you from believing the word. Is to stop you from receiving the word. But I say to you today, that barrier is broken. Look at verse 20. Verse 20. See how it changed. Verse 20 of the same. And these are they which are sown on the good ground. The good ground means those who believe and receive the word. He said, such as hear the word and receive it. Is that not what he said? They heard it and they what? Receive it into their hearts. Bible says what? And it bringeth forth. It bringeth forth what? 30 fold, 60 fold, and 100 fold. It is the word you believe and receive that will work in your life. Bishop Black used to say the prophecy you believe is the one that will come to pass. Why do you think Jesus will ask a woman? Believe that, that I can do this. Say, I believe. Why? He just wants to be sure that you believe what he's about to tell you. Once you don't believe, the word can work. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. So what is the attack of the enemy? The attack of the enemy, spiritual attack, number one spiritual attack is trivialize the word of your man of God. Bastardize it. Look down on it. Don't value it. Don't receive it. Commonize it. You see, the moment you begin to commonize the word, trivialize the word, bastardize the word, 
what happened is that the season of stagnation has just come you can be in the church a good christian but now you will see that a level of fruitfulness will no longer take place because these are they that that way that are sown on the good soil when they hear the word they did what they receive the word and fruitfulness began to take place today as we enter into this hour of prayer i declare that as you receive the word of god you will enter into a season of fruitfulness i said you will begin to enter into a season of fruitfulness when you no longer value the word or you cut yourself from the word or you no longer receive the word frustration setting backwardness setting stagnation setting some years ago under the guidance of Bishop Doug I had a business card I call it the favor system and um, it was a palm tree when I started the computer business it was a palm tree that I used and I put there Psalm 1 it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his foot in the season whatsoever you do it shall prosper I went and it was a one color card I'm talking about believe his prophet and you shall prosper so I took that card to a meeting and I showed it to my pastor and he took the card from me. He didn't say, Thus hear the Lord. He didn't shake. Believe in his prophet. The sower soweth what? The word. So I knelt down and I carried that card. I said, John, your beginning is small today, but your latter end shall greatly increase. He said, This business will go global. He said, This business will go international one color card with a palm tree not i did not even use a computer as the logo palm tree they, when i give it to people they will ask is it computer you are doing or palm wine that's what you see it's, it's very confusing but you know that day you see me what i'm telling you is a prophecy of over 20 years ago not a prophecy of 15 years ago a prophecy of 20 years ago i was a young man but I did not commonize it. I did not trivialize it. I did not look down on that word. Even though he didn't say, Hey, thus saith the Lord. He didn't say, He just took the car from me and he released that blessing. Say, It will go global. 20 years have come and gone whatever swallowed up other businesses have not been able to swallow that one up. From the corner of number 15 or Ositelu Street, in a place where my first office, they used to say Amalade. You have to pass through the Amala joint and you pass through tomatoes and everything to come upstairs. There is no light in that corridor. Then I was at the back. It took me from that place. When I first registered my business, when I was in the U.S. and I registered the business, and I began to earn foreign currency, I remember, I stand on this altar, I lie not. I still, see, people pay, buy computers from abroad 
and they pay in dollars, in, even though we are here. By the grace of God. Do you know why? 20 years ago, a word was spoken. This business will go global. How do you know I, I believe it? I am talking about it 20 years later. I, everything I began to do, I know that the business will go global. I receive it. But there will be other people he, he spoke to that as they are standing up, they forgot about it. Because they are not used to understanding that believe in the Lord and you shall be what? Established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. 20 years after that business is still standing. If you think it is not by the power of God, go and check how many computer persons are still around after 20 years. No, go and check. How many business have spanned 20 years? Go and check. But I received that. I was a young man. I received it wholeheartedly. And I believe it. You know, the older you go, get, the more things become complicated. That is why Jesus said, unless you are converted and be like a child, you cannot enter into the kingdom. I pray today that the heart of a child that believes the word of God, God will give it to you. Yeah. Fight not to cut off the words of your prophet from your life. Fight not to trivialize it. Why do you think God said, come now, let us reason together? Because there will be some things that you read in the Bible that you will not agree with. Then the Bible says, when you get to those points where you don't agree, say, come now, let us reason together. If, for instance, when he said that thing, I didn't believe in it, instead of casting it away, I will go and reason with him. Sir, what did you see that make you say that this business will go global? Because maybe I'm about to close it down next month. But I don't understand why. Do you understand? So even God said, come now. But the mistake we do is that when the thing does not make sense, we cut it off. We trivialize it. He doesn't understand. He, 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 we bastardize it. And a little leavening. You see, if the moment you learn to reject the word, it's like Cain. If the after sometimes they keep caning you on the same hand, you realize that you, you no longer feel it. The moment you learn to reject the word of God, after some time, the word of God cannot benefit you anymore. You'll be there and nothing is happening. Chalak. I pray for you in this season. That is your time to go forward. How did Judas, how was he defeated? Look at it. John 13 is a very pathetic story for Judas. Look at it. John 13 verse 2. John 13 verse 2. And supper being ended, the devil having now put it in the heart of Judas, Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Now, did you just read that? Everybody, did you read that? No. Okay, now, look at it. And supper being ended, the devil having now put it in the heart of Judas, Iscariot, Simon's son, to do what? Now, how did he, what? then the next thing you will see is what the devil the thing that the devil has done so that he will betray Jesus. And the result is very simple. Go and check as you read that one. Everything Jesus began to say, Judas was just there listening. Amen! He didn't say amen. Hallelujah! He didn't say hallelujah anymore. Glory! Go and read John 13. He was there in the meeting. 
now what has happened is that the words of Jesus no longer matters to him. So as he was hearing the word, he was no longer moved. His heart had adding to the word. So verse 11. Look at it. Verse 11. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said ye are not all clean. When he said you are not all clean, Judas refused to say anything. Then verse 21. When Jesus at thought said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. Then verse 26. Everybody verse 26. Jesus answered. Then one of them had asked, Who is it that is going to betray you? Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. Give me, change the version so that we can know what they say here. NLT. Jesus responded, It is the one to whom I will give this bread I dip in bowl. And when he dipped it, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. Now, watch. The, he was preaching before he was using general term. One of you will betray me. One of, and the guy was there. Now he is like facing Judas. Say, you are the one I'm talking about. And the guy just laughed. Kept saying. He, the words of Jesus no longer move him. The words of Jesus no longer, no longer matters to him. The preaching he was hearing, the message he was hearing, his heart became hardened. You see, the devil's attack is to add in your heart against the words of your prophets. You see, it? it's an attack. He knows that that is how he can cut you from receiving. Then, verse 27. Verse 27. Verse 27. When Jesus had eaten the bread, <laughs> the bread of betrayer, he had eaten the bread. What happened? Satan entered into him. Satan took over. When you listen to the message and it no longer moves you. When you, you know, sometimes it will be as if, it, it, has this man seen my problem and they're talking about it? And you still hear it and you go back and continue. Then you see, the situation becomes worse. The devil does not want you to yield to the word of God. He wants you to keep resisting the word. He likes the way you are living your life. So you hear your own man of God, your prophet, saying something to you and say, no, I'm not going to listen. Oh, he's just using time to talk about me. I said, Satan entered into him. Then Jesus told, Ori, Jesus went, hurry and do what you are going to do. In other words, when you no longer value the word, you become irredeemable from any destruction that is on your way. He said, go on and do whatever you want to do. Why? Because right now my words no longer have its place in your heart or in your life. I pray for you today. Believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall what? Whatever has cut off the voice of your own servant of God from you, today that attack, overcome it in the name of Jesus. So the attack of the enemy is to cut you off. Number one, from the voice of your prophets. Number two, the attack of the enemy is for you to begin to hear the words of your prophet and commonize it. Reduce it to nothing. Bastardize it. Trivialize it. Minimize the word. Be offended by it. 
when that happens the devil needs that season of your life to be able to perpetrate the evil that he wants to do because you see every child of God has a spiritual covering God has given you the only way he can succeed under that covering is for you to trivialize the words of your prophet so for instance not a, there is no one under this commission that the devil can touch as long as you never commonize the words that God has given to me to give to you I'm telling you it can't touch it's a spiritual law it, uh, the only condition the devil can bypass me to reach you is when the words God has placed in my mouth to give to you no longer has a place in your life when you hear the word and commonize it trivialize it bastardize it when it no longer matters, when the word no longer moves you, that is the only way the devil has, that is the only time the devil has permission to do what he wants to do. Until Judas entered into that realm, Satan was not able to enter. Until Judas entered into that realm of hearing the warnings of Jesus, and he, he was no longer moved by it. Then Satan entered into it. I pray for you today, that every attack of the enemy that is on his way to you will not prosper against you. Oh, let your amen catch fire. Amen, amen is one of the ways to show you value the word. I'm praying for you that whatever the enemy has cooked up for you in 2024, not a single one will prosper against you in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, yes. Now, do you receive the ministry of a prophet? There's a reason why I'm teaching this. Because as we are fasting and praying, as we will begin to pray soon, I realize that a lot of prophetic messages started going forward. And some can miss out of it. Matthew 10, 41. He who receives and welcome and, and give me amplified Bible. He who receives and welcome, right, and accept a prophet because he is a prophet, shall receive a prophet reward. A prophet reward. There is something called the reward of a prophet. Your pastor is your own prophet. The pastor that God has given to you. The one whose word you value. The one whose word you love. And I said to you that his greatest gift is the word of God for you. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus stood in a place. And from verse 1, he began to preach. And the Bible said, they wonder at his word. Thus I've come to carry my children away. Elijah did not say, the Lord showed me that you are coming. God did not reveal anything to Elisha. But Elijah, Elisha just stood in his office and said, what do you have? He said, I have, I have only small oil. He said, go, sell it. And um, no, he said, go and borrow vessels. And this is what you, you should do. She believed and wrote and received the word. 
as the word from God to his servant, and she began to put it in to practice. The Bible said that the barrel or the cruise of oil multiplied. Remember, go and read Second Kings 4. Elisha never said, Thus say it. He only, he only gave direction based on his office as the servant of God for that woman. And it came to pass. It's a place of grace. It's a place of grace. It's a place of grace. Now, one of the things I realize when I'm prophesying is that oftentimes you must know how your own prophet works. Hardly will you see me do drama when the Lord is speaking to me. I'm normal. I'm, I'm normal. I, I just speak. Sometimes I'm speaking to you casually, but that's how I speak. If you have been around, you will see that oftentimes, sometimes my prophecy can even come when we are just discussing and say, hey, do this. I remember somebody was calling me on the phone and as the person was talking to me, I just said, do this and this and this. And the person trivialized it. And by two days later, something happened. And I said, ah, but I told this person. You see, that prophetic word, that thing was coming just like a counsel. But the person was not sensitive to know that this can be a prophetic message. Let me just receive and act on it. One of the best examples I can give you in this service Mommy, do you have your daughter here? Bring your daughter. Bring your daughter. I have a living witness. I want to show you something. When this woman was pregnant with this girl that is about to come. Daddy, glory, stand up please. Give him the mic. Give him the mic. When your wife was pregnant with your child, did you show me the scan? No, sir. Did you tell me the, res um, the scan results? No, sir. Did I ever at any point tell you that, hey, what is the genotype? No, sir. What is the gender? No, sir. Uh, did I ever ask you? No, sir. Yeah. I never asked. Oh, maybe, perhaps, I might have asked the wife. So, ma, come, come. You can come. Give the wife the microphone. I'm talking about Chalak. Come to this side, man. Chalak. Believe in his prophet. When you were, you are, people are wearing green, green. When you were pregnant with this girl, did, did you show me the scan results? No, sir. Did I ask you of the gender? No, sir. But watch. When I saw her, the day you were pregnant, what did I call your daughter? Glory. I said, your daughter is glory. And I began to call every time I said, mommy, glory. Did I do any drama? No, sir. Did I say toss here the Lord? No, sir. I didn't say toss here. I know the place of grace. Do you know what happened? <laughs> at that moment, I looked at the family and I realized they had two boys. And I realized that what is needed now will be a girl. So I, I stood in my office as a prophet. And I said, your child shall be glory. I didn't even say your child. I said, just say, mommy, glory. She was wondering, did, till the girl you gave her, did I ask for the scan result? No, sir. That is why she called the girl glory. It, it, she's one, I, it, the person she named from, this one, I gave her name from the day she was called. I said, glory shall she be. Meanwhile, I didn't say, toss here the Lord. I can't say I heard from God. But you see, believe in his prophets. And you shall shalak. You shall prosper. But when I say glory, if she said she doesn't agree, 
if she commonized it, if she despised it, if she had minimalized it, believe you me, it will not happen. It will not happen. Last year, I did the same thing. I looked at the man in our church. They were having girls. I said, yeah. I, just, I just told side, I said, Mama Bon Boy. And that was it. I don't need can result. It's not every time because I, I don't want to abuse. And it was a boy. Ask. Why? Because you see, the anointing, God gives a man of God room to channel the anointing even as he desires. That was why you see that even when God told Moses to touch the rock, Moses channeled that power and he, 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 he smote the rock. Yeah. He, he, and water still came. Then God punished him later because it's like he abused his office. I said, touch it. You smote it. But water came because see, God honors that office. Is God's representative for you. So that's why I'm telling you that the attack of the enemy when you are in a church is that when he preaches, don't believe. Say he's a thief. Walk away. Fight it. Then the enemy will come and steal the word lest the word becomes fruitful. Listen, it's not possible for you to be fasting and praying and God will not do something in your life. How? I may not understand. But I am telling you today, it is not what? Possible for you to be waiting upon the Lord and nothing will happen. Now I'm declaring to you, before the 30 days is over, if you believe, your testimony will be evident. Thank you, man. Now we are about to pray. Amos, Ezra chapter 6 verse 14. This is practically what will begin to happen as we pray. Ezra 6, 14. Ezra 6, 14. Ezra 6, 14. Okay. So the elders of the Jews built and they prospered. Through the prophesying of Agai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they built and finished it according to the commandment of God. In case you don't know, the building had stopped for a long time. This was when Sambalat and Tobias rose up. Now they changed. As we are building, I want you to keep prophesying. So it was prophesying. It was it didn't say it was just prophesying. It will be well with you. You with you. and they were able to finish what the enemy has stopped. Today. Oh, my God. 
Is she around? Okay, if she's not around, I will move on. Is she around? Please come. Yesterday, as I was preparing, I was on my bed. One of the things that confirmed it to me was when I saw your sons all in church today. That the enemy, in fact, let me say the way it, it came to me because I asked, what is it exactly? That's the way. I just heard it. And the enemy, especially your sons, one of them, I don't know which one, as you live here today, take out a season to just thank God for that which the Lord has. I just saw that weeping taking place over the sun. But God has delivered you. Amen. Amen. You have escaped it. Amen. Amen. You have escaped it. Amen. Amen. It didn't come to me now, it was yesterday. You will see that that's the only thing I wrote down for this service. It was the only thing I wrote down as a word from God for this service. Around 11, 10, 11 yesterday night. Lift up your hands. My father, when you reveal, you redeem. Oh yes. I stand as your servant to declare. That which the enemy has conceived, the tragedy that the enemy has conceived to enter into our life, and to afflict our children this very year. Now by the anointing of the Holy Spirit and by this prophetic word, I declare it is cancelled. Amen. It is cancelled. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It is nullified. Amen. Now I declare in the name of Jesus. Go back to sender. Amen. Go back to sender. Amen. You galloping evil. I declare. Go back to sender. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because it is done. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can go back. Now, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because concerning this one's affliction will not rise again the second time. Amen. When you reveal, you reveal to redeem. Oh, yes. You reveal because of your mercy. Oh, yes. As I lay my hands on him, demonic activity. Unclean spirits, as my hand come upon these vessels, I command you out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. That which has turned back to possess you, I stand as a servant of God. So declare you have no place in this life. Amen. Ah, you have no place in this life. Amen. Now, in the name of Jesus, lift your hands. Receive total deliverance today. Amen. Receive total deliverance today. Amen. By the power in the blood. Amen. The blood. 
The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I declare you are liberated. You are delivered. And you are escaped. Affliction will not rise again. In Jesus name. Shout amen somebody. Hallelujah. You can go back to yours. Now we are praying. Daniel chapter 6. Most of us read the story of, of heard of the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And how the Lord sent an angel to deliver Daniel from the lion's den. But that's the part one that we are taught. God does nothing unless in answer to prayer. Yes. There was something that provoked angelic visitation in that lion's den. And that is our prayer point. As you pray this prayer, this is the only prayer you will pray for the next few minutes. Every situation that looks impossible before you. Every situation that there is no way of escape. In the name of Jesus. No natural way of escape. In the name of Jesus. And any form of situation that is mightier than you. This prayer points. God is sending his angel to bring you out. Amen. I said, God is sending his angel to bring you out. Amen. If you believe it, shout a mighty amen. Amen. So follow me very quickly, guys, as we quickly look at what happened. So we know the story. But let's quickly just, Daniel 6, 1 to 3, fast. Move fast because of time. Daniel 6, 1 to 3. It pleased Daniel to set over the kingdom and 120 princes, which should be over the old kingdom. And over the three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and princes because an excellent spirit was found in him. The rest is the story. Where they came, they said the king should sign a decree that nobody will pray to any other god beside the god, the god of the passions. And um, the king signed. Then Daniel went to go and open his window and he prayed. And they caught him. Now, look at Darius was the name of this king. Now, the Verse 14 showed what he did. Verse 14. Then the king, when he heard these words, was so displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. But there was no way. Anything you have been struggling to break out of. Everything you have been struggling to resolve but has been unresolved. Every situation that says no way of escape. Maybe even that is what the medical report has said. Maybe that is what your bank account is saying. Maybe that is what the letter has said. Maybe that is what that court case is saying or your financial statement is saying. That there is no way and you have labored by your strength to solve it. But nothing is happening. Today, in this service, I declare 
as a servant of God over that situation. Oh, yes. God is sending his deliverance to you. Verse 15. Look at what happened. Verse 15. Next verse. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the mess and passion is that no decree nor statute which the king had established may be changed. Impossible situation. Situation that appears as though nobody has been cured in your family of it. No, no, it's like there is no way of escape. And it has now become a source of mockery concerning your life. Today, before the eyes of your mockers, God is delivering you today. Before the eyes of your mockers, I declare in the name of Jesus, as you pray in this service, the deliverance of God is coming upon you. Now, what is the answer? What did the king do? The king changed the game. That's what you're about to do now. Verse 17, look at what he did. Look at what he did. Then the king commanded and, and they laid and the, a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. That was after they cast Daniel into the thing. And the king sealed it with his own right, own signet. And with the signage is lost that the purpose might not be what? Changed. Makada <laughs> As you pray this morning, God is bringing your desire change to you. Amen. 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 I know the doctors can't change it. Even your job cannot change it. Your income can't change it. Your academic qualification cannot change it. It's like it is the standard. But today, what men cannot change? By the angelic ministration that is coming upon you as you pray. My God is sending his angel to bring you out of it. Amen. The power of God is going to effect the change in that situation. Amen. If you are the one shouting, believing, amen. Amen. What is the way out of the situation that cannot be changed? Precarious situation. Troubling situation. The king changed it. Verse 18. Look at it. Verse 18. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him and his sleep went from him. The king began to seek the face of God. He was, the, he was fasting and praying over that situation. This was the secret of Daniel's deliverance in the Dion's den. Somebody fasted and did vigil on his behalf. Somebody prayed. Listen to me. When he's bigger than you, hand it over to God. Oh yes. You want to buy a property, they call it 20 million. But you don't have the money. I am saying to you, that you don't have the money does not mean you can't buy it. All you need to do is know that God can buy it for you. Oh yes. God can buy it for you. Oh yes. This year, as we pray this prayer, some of you, the project you have said, no way. Because you looked at your bank account and you felt that it's not possible. 
that is a lie of the devil. Oh, yes. God is intervening on your own behalf. Amen. As you leave there today, go and start that transaction again. Amen. Go and start that transaction again. Amen. Why? You have set your own power aside. Oh, yes. You are now walking by the power of God. Oh, yes. What you cannot do, God can do it for you. Oh, yes. What you cannot buy, God can buy it for oh, you. Oh, yes. What you cannot change, God can change it for you. Oh, yes. As you pray this prayer, everything that appears impossible, as you seek the face of God, oh, I said God is bringing your change to it. Amen. Verse 19. After he prayed and fasted, early in the morning, then the king arose early in the morning and went in. Ace unto the lions then. Verse 20. Look at it. He expected an answer. And when he came to the den, do you see? He knew the power of fasting and prayer. Oh, yes. If he was thinking that Daniel would have died, he would not have gone. That means he did a good job on his news. He prayed with faith. So, he was, he, he knew he was not going to, how can I pray and fast and nothing will happen? That's why I've been telling you, when you pray about it, act on it. Mm. Believe that it is not possible to fast and pray and nothing will change. Oh, yes. Ah, it's not that possible. Call, it's not possible. He arose and went because he knew that we have a God that answered prayer. Oh, yes. I'm waiting your appetite up for the next 15 minutes when you're going to pray. And he said, and spake and said, Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee? I say to you too, as you are going, as you are fasting and you are praying right now, even if you have not fasted, don't worry, maybe you didn't know about it. Is your God able to deliver you from this situation? Oh, yes. Is God able to deliver you from this situation? Oh, yes. Do you believe that as you pray about that situation, God is going to deliver you? I believe. Can I see those who say, I believe? I believe. Do you believe? I believe. Now, I'm going to give you the next 10 minutes. Every situation that is stubborn, every situation that appears as if it cannot change, now, I believe that somebody needs to hear this prayer point. Mm. So, do me a favor. Can you all pick up your phone and go to YouTube right now? Mm. Everybody, please. I want you to do something for me. I want you to do something for me. Pick up your devices. Go to YouTube very quickly. Just search for Royal Grace Chapel on YouTube now. Search for Royal Grace Chapel on YouTube. You will see that we are live there. Somebody, somebody is going to join this. When, when you... Now, you are going to share the link to anywhere you can share it. Because as you pray, somebody is going to join. There is somebody at home somewhere that will join as you share this link. And the person will hear me when I'm praying. And the person will join the prayer. And God will visit and touch that person. Amen. I don't know who it is. But go to that Royal Grace Chapel link right now. And just copy the link on that platform. Just join and copy the link. And share it to every platform you are. Just be generous. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Because God wants to reach out to somebody as we pray. Oh, yes. God wants... Are you there now? Is it, are we live there? Have you seen it? Yeah, now, now share the link to every your WhatsApp group or any group you belong. 
and they will start to pray. Do it very quickly. Just do it very, share it to every group you belong. They will pray. In, and give me that Daniel. That Daniel 6. 18. 18. Once we are through, give it to me. Are you ready to pray right now? Oh, yes. Now, I don't know what your own situation is. You are going to pray. Lord, Lord, I have come. I have come. I lift up this situation. I lift up this situation. That I don't have the means to change. That I don't have the means. To I change. don't have the power to make it happen. I don't have the power to make I it happen. I ask for your help. I ask for your help. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Intervene in this situation. Intervene in this situation. Arise, oh God. Arise. Oh Deliver God. me from this situation. Deliver me from oh, this situation. Oh, situation. My father, step in. My father, step in. Step in. Make a way of escape. Make a way of escape for me. Make a way of escape. Oh, Lord, deliverance. I cry on. Oh, 
Step in this morning. Change it in my favor. Change it in my favor. Change it in my favor. My eyes are praying one more time. situation, precarious situation, in the name of Jesus, 
impossible situation. In the name of Jesus. Troubling situation. In the name of Jesus. Situation that naturally has no solution. Whatever is bigger than you. Whatever is stronger than you. Whatever appears that you cannot change. Today on this altar. I declare over your life. Receive the deliverance of God. Amen. Receive the deliverance of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There is someone in business here. Precisely a man. That business is nose diving. It's nose diving. And you are afraid of the outcome. The business is no longer doing well. Today, I turn it around for good. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I turn it around again for good. Amen. That evil that has stepped into that business, I stand this morning to declare that evil is cancelled. Amen. That evil is neutralized. Amen. I uproot that evil from that business. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Kalia Mataya. That evil that has befallen that business. Anyone doing business here today have been impressed to pray over your business. That affliction that is taking that business down. That hand of the enemy that has been determined to pull it down. I command that hand to be broken now. Amen. I severe that hand now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak new life into your business. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, Lord, I pray for your children. I receive it. Turn it around in their favor. Amen. Amen. Oh, great deliverer. Step in and deliver this once. Receive the deliverance of God. Receive the deliverance of God. Receive the deliverance of God. Receive the mighty deliverance of God. In the name of Jesus. Go back for that medical test. The result will not turn out in your favor. Oh yes. You have the report, the earlier report with you. Go back. For the Lord has turned it around in your favor today. Amen. Father, I thank you. Thank you. For deliverance that we have received as we pray. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you because these ones are coming back again. Amen. With amazing testimonies. Amen. Oh, we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, Fresh Love Church, those of you who are doing your three days marathon, please come. come. One of the things the Lord laid on my heart, even when I was praying, is to walk with the teenagers this year. And as I was preaching, the Lord said to me, I believe he laid it on my heart, that the enemy was going to do something within the next three years in their life. One of them. Bet the Lord has turned it around. Amen. Lift your hands. Lord, I lift up your children before you. Amen. 
I pray that within the next three years, you will make this ones an amazing wonders. Amen. Three years. Three years. Even the least among them will be a mighty nation. Amen. Father, I pray. Bless them with the gift of fresh hunger for you, O oh God. Amen. Whatever has stolen their hearts, whatever has uprooted and rechanneled their heart away from you, today, I break the hold of such thing over their lives Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I lift up these children. Anoint them with fresh oil. Amen. Amen. Make them mighty. Amen. Make them great. Amen. Fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Use them mightily for your glory. Amen. Now, Lord, I pray. Release spiritual gifts into their lives. Amen. Some of you will start seeing Jesus visit you from today. Amen. Your eyes will be open to start seeing visions. Amen. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in their lives. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing in their lives. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing in their lives. Oh, yes. Thank you for mighty works that shall be done in their lands. Thank you for fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I return all the glory back to you. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.